Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm here with the Iceman, Jeff Trenopol. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of some of the best barbecue around. Corey Dillon even backed me up, but check it out. Midwest best, baby. They got Uno Wings. They got G-Funk. They got CTB Wings. They got Delicious Chili. Dude. It is awesome. Go check out Midwest Best. If you have not checked out Midwest Best, I highly, highly recommend it. What's up to everybody who's checking out the show? Please, if you're watching, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscription button, share it out. I'd appreciate it. I'm live streaming on ZTV Online, YouTube, Facebook, X, Rumble. And I'm also, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, what's up? It's on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. What is going on, everybody? I am... Strawberry Ice, and I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know, we hit the jackpot when we drafted Joe Burrow. We got the hats. We got the hoodies. We got all kinds of stuff there. Portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and Joe Burrow Foundation. So make sure you check that out. I would greatly appreciate it. What is up to everybody in the chat who's joining me early? Uh, Brad's in there, Johnny Pat's in there, Jerome's in there, and T. Brookie's in there. What is going on? Now, I know it's early, and when you got a guy like Paul Dan Jr., who's a very busy man, and, and, and he's, he's very little to- limited time, you, you go when he has time to come on. So, Paul said, let's do it at noon. I said, all right, here's Paul Dan. What's up, Paul? What's going on, Ice? How are we doing, buddy? Good, man. Long time no see. It's been, it's been a little while. I haven't seen you down at practice. Well, because I haven't been down there. That's probably why. <laughs> well, I haven't been practicing, so it's good. It's worked out best for both of us. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, let's get to the guy who's usually on my show Mondays, but he had an appointment. He couldn't make it, so he said, I'll come on uh, today. And I'm like, um, well, it's at noon, and Paul Danner's going to be on. He goes, that's fine. I'll come on. And then now he's, now he's upset at me because like really early in the morning, he's kind of grumpy. But, you know, <laughs> here's Corey Dillon. What's up, Corey? Yo, oh, what's good, fellas? What's <laughs> good? What's up, Corey? Hey, nothing much, man. Nothing much. How's I'm up. I'm <laughs> up. Too, too early for you out there, man. Yeah, Look man. I'm, I'm, I'm usually still calling forest animals right now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm here, though. Hey, I appreciate it, though. I, I, by the way, Paul, have you, have you seen my, my cool picture I got here? So. So some some guy uh, 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 made that and signed that for me and sent it to me. Man, who, who, what jackass did you? I have? I don't know. Some some <laughs> asshole did that, man. I showed up at my house. And I'm like, what the hell is this shit? No, dude, no. Honestly, Corey, this is cool as hell, and I didn't tell you this yesterday, uh, but I appreciate it, man. I know. Hey, uh, no problem, no yeah. problem, my guy. I got one. A chop got one. Cap got one. Greg got one. Maddie got one. So yeah. Anyway, and look, I'm even wearing your shirt. See, this this is the shirt. Uh, uh-huh. Is that the shirt? Is that's that the, the shirt, shirt with the numbers that need yep. to be known on the back? Yep, that's yes. the shirt. Hey, that's I was, I was, hey, it was missing my birthday, <laughs> my blood type. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we'll put that on the next one, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and T. T Brooke here has got a comment for you there, uh, Paul. Says, Paul Danner is the only reason I subscribe to the Athletic. There you go. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. We love you. All right. So I kind of titled this show, what do the Bengals need to do? What moves do they need to make to be in the Super Bowl one year from now? Um, I know you did a spreadsheet on your show last week, uh, Paul. And for me, I mean, it's the two biggest needs, right tackle and defensive tackle. And that's where they got to – I think that's where they got to start at to to begin with. Yeah. 
I, I don't I don't disagree there. I mean, I think you've got to be thinking about the trenches. Um, they they just they've got to be more dynamic in rushing the passer up the middle. I mean, they, Hendrickson off the edge is who he is. He's a Pro Bowler. They know what they are. They've got waves there for the future. Miles Murphy started to show that he could be a dude. Uh, you still got Hubbard. You, you've got plenty there. It's they just have lacked the depth to come in waves on the inside. And obviously, with Reader being gone. Um, it, that's what look around, you know, uh, look around the league. Look at the teams they play. Look at the teams they'll see at the end. Jeffrey Simmons, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald. Look at the teams playing this weekend and what they have up the middle. Chris Jones, like you got to have it. And they just they don't really have that right now. And they don't just need one. Mm-hmm. They need multiple. So that at needs least to be two <laughs> free agency draft picks. It needs to be fire all cannons at, at interior defensive line for me. Exactly. And, Corey, you know, being a running back, how hard it is to run against a, a solid front four. Well, I mean, that that's the basis of, of your run defense right there. Yeah, man. Um, dude, a weak front four, man. I love it. Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be a long day for them. But, yeah, I, I agree, man. They can. There's a couple positions they could upgrade and, and get better at. But, hey, the biggest thing to me is, man, keeping, keeping your core people, man, and hopefully – Hopefully they can come to some kind of resolution with Higgins, man, because I think that's a, a, a big important piece to them getting to the Super Bowl and actually winning it. Exactly. Now, now the other thing is, I think they need to address is is, is running back. Is is I don't know if they're going to keep mixing back. I, there's a lot of talk that you know he either got to take a pay cut or they might just cut him outright, which was a lot of talk last year. Either way, I think guys they got to add to that running running back room. Because, Corey, we kind of talk about this on the show, wow. you know, the fire and ice, and and, and, and the, you need the explosive plays more in the running game than we've, we've gotten this year. Oh, man, that's that's a shitty deal, dude. I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? The the league done, done messed that position so, so badly messed it up, man. It's just like, dude, it's, it's almost it's – almost, a given where you were, it's in the mind of organizations where you got to do it by committee now. So if somebody's not actually producing and, and you don't have like three running backs that you could switch in and out and it'd and be productive, man, they look at the starting guy and be like, you know what, maybe we can get better. I don't think that's the case here, man. I think he's still got a lot left in his tank and, and he's productive. So ho- hopefully, hopefully they could find a solution, man. But you know what? We're in a whole totally di- different generation, man. These guys want their bag. They want their money. Uh, they want to be somewhere where, you know what, they could be compensated for their, their skill set. So, dude, I, I, I hope he stay. Um, but at the end of the day, man, we got to all break it down and, and think rational. It's a business and, and shit happens. So. We, we, we see what they do. We see what they do. But I, like I said, man, I think it's more important to keep your, your core guys together and, and make another run at it than, you know, switching switching unknown pieces you don't know nothing about. So, I mean, we'll see. Corey, you were – I mean, you were the, the end of an era in a lot of ways. I don't know that we're going to see anybody cross your 11,241. Like, I, there's just – the way the way teams use them and burn through them and right. discard them now um, is just the way that it moves, and and they just feel like I'll just go get another one in the draft. And no matter how productive the past right. is, there's just teams are just not willing. You have to be 
insanely rare. And I don't know that we have anybody in the league right now, really, that you would point to and say teams are going to be willing to to take to that level and see if they can keep doing it, even if they are still doing it. And that's the crazy thing. And and Paul, that's, hey, you're, you're, you're totally right, man. That's 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 where what I'm saying, man. The league just went somewhere totally different, man. It's mm -hmm. it's running back by committee or or nothing. So yeah, and you're right, man. It's you you will not see another one back situation in this league again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think we're seeing the kind of the last of it with Derrick Henry. Yeah, sort of say. Yep. Sa Saquon's the one that comes to my mind right now because he's the one that's trying to get to to stay right. there. But I don't know if the Giants are going to extend him or not. I mean, and, and that's a shame. This dude is Saquon is nice, and they're trying to, and he's on the blocks. Mm -hmm. So, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hopefully, hopefully, running backs will come back in style. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the so, running, the importance of the running game and efficiency in it hasn't right. gone away in so right. many ways. The fact that you've seen, you know, it goes against those guys that are that are older and have done it because so many young backs that are picked in the third, fourth, fifth round are coming in and blowing up. And it's right. like when teams know that they can get that, they're not willing to go pay for even if it's just a little bit better. But it, it be, with a proven guy, and, and it ends up everybody just goes down that road into that cycle, and 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 you end up with guys like Saquon who have plenty yeah. of talent uh, who have to figure out where they're going to go, and there's and he's not alone. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, man. Um, damn, I never thought I never <laughs> thought I'd say this, man, but yeah, man. But that's and that's that, it. That's hey, a passing. Hey, but but you know what? If you get the right guy, Corey, look at Christian McCaffrey. Right, like you get the exactly. right guy that fits your offense that, that can works. take your offense to the next level. I mean, San Francisco hasn't looked back since they traded from Caffrey, and people thought at that time, be like, I don't know, he makes a lot of money, he's got an injury history. Right. Well, it's proven to be worth everything that they did because if you get the right guy, um, it can set off the rest, the rest of your whole offense. You just have to be willing to do that. Well, that's one that's thing I, I noticed about about Chase Brown, and I know it's a very small sample size. But I, the explosive of him getting up to 22 miles an hour, that is the type of running back I think fits this offense a little better than mm. what Mixon does. But, I mean, I liked the mm. Thunder and Lightning, though. I liked where Mixon was going straight forward, you know, and I think that that helped out. But I, I do think because I think we need more explosiveness in, in, this, in this running game, explosive play. That's what they're looking for, I think. It is. I mean, they have made that apparent. I mean, at the, towards the end of the season, everything we've heard, and they really said the same things last year. They, they need more explosiveness out of the running game. I feel like what, what Mixon sort of became was the no negatives, keep mm -hmm. you on schedule, get you four, right? And, and there was value in that, and they placed value in that. But what they need to take the offense a little bit more to the next level for the way they envision it with Burrow is you can get – somebody like Brown that can break something longer. And you saw a little more of that juice when he came in there. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean if you're keeping mixing, it's not, you're not doing both, but it's right. more of a split. You know what I mean? It's probably more of a split than you were right. seeing before and leaning into that. And the, or they go another direction where they bring somebody, somebody else in for cheaper to do, to do what mixing is. Well, that's the other thing that, that, that hurts. Well, I don't know if it hurts mixing, but it'll be, well, I, Corey, I'll ask you this. How how hard would it be? I know you never. Got to I, do I didn't this. have those problems, brother. I, right, I know you didn't have. But you know, to take less snaps. This wasn't an I mean, issue for me. Right? What what issue for? <laughs> Turn on the tape. 
Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. It's like it's you're not only asking him last year to take less money, and you're most likely probably asking him to take less money this year if he stays and less snaps. I mean, dude, that's that's you got to really want to be here to do all that, you know. And, and, and this is what I'm saying, man. It's a business, man. At, at, at the end of the day, man, that's that's where you got to take your feelings out of it, and you know, you got to seek what's best for you at the end of the day. So, if he really wants to be there, he'll be there. And if if he, you know, feels like, you know, he wanted to have an opportunity somewhere else and make a little bit more money, then, then he'll leave. But I'm just saying the opportunity for getting to a, a championship is right there. I don't exactly. I don't see a, a, a better team out there where you gotta go get paid and have opportunity to go to a Super Bowl. So uh, Corey, it's a tough I, choice. Corey, I'd be curious your your take on this because you know, let's play this out and say that right. they that they they let go of Mixon before his his bonus hits his his uh roster bonus hits on in March. Let's just say they did that and they moved on from him. What could you imagine a scenario where he's then willing to come back to Cincinnati and say, "All right, I know you guys cut me." He hits the market, doesn't feel like there's anything, or the money's the same, and the Bengals are like, "Hey, you can come back here for." X amounts on the dollar, two million dollars or something. Like as a as a player, I don't know that I'm there for that. You know what <laughs> I, I mean? Know I like either, I don't dude. know that yeah. I'm there for any of that. And I don't think you. Paul, I know. You, I don't know you wouldn't be. Paul, I don't think that's going down with him <laughs> <laughs> or anybody, right? Or anybody Corey, there. I can tell you, Corey would be out. He'd be like, deuces. No question, <laughs> hey, man. I'd be like, fucking keep it all, man. I'm gone. You know? so, exactly. No, um, yeah, man. It it, it it breaks down to pride and. You know, and what you've done for the organization, man, sometimes you, you you mix that with the business aspect of it, man. And and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just got to take a step back, man, and, and look at the, the business side of it, not emotionally, and figure out what's, what's best for you at that point in time. So to me, I, I can't speak for the man. He's his own. He's his own man, his own individual. I'm just saying on the, on the outside looking in. I don't see a better situation for him than the Bengals. So I kind of say that same thing with with, with T Higgins. I mean, right? And because I because Hush, I think you you told me this, Corey, that Hush uh, regretted leaving Cincinnati because yeah. when he left, to what yeah. two more two more years, three years, he was out of the league. And that's the thing that wide receivers they got to have somebody to throw them the ball, and he's got a connection already <laughs> with Burrow. You know, that's when they, and I'm like, yeah, you can get all the money you want in the world, but you go to say, just say he goes to Tennessee. Yeah, he's got his old offense quarter, but who's throwing him the ball? And then you know he had his hometown team, but if he has a down year, then people might be like sour. I'm like, oh well, maybe T's not a number one guy. Maybe he's not this. And the NFL, it's not for long. They can cut you. That's where when it comes to T, that's where I'm like, I'm hoping he's thinking about his longevity of his career, not just I'll get this big bunch of money unless it's guaranteed. You know, there's no guarantee you're going to get all that if you if you actually sign a contract with Cincinnati. Paul, you can attest to this. Most of the time, and Corey, you can too. Most of the time, they, they you play out your, your contract here. They don't cut you. Right. I, I mean, you know what? I, a word of, of advice to these young guys, man. Um, we're, we're, we're in a society where it's money-driven, and everybody wants their cut, their bag, man. I, I would I would tell you this, man. And I know it's kind of easy for me to say I'm, I'm done. I've been there, done that, right? Mm-hmm. I... Dude, there's there's some stuff that's more valuable than getting that bag. 
And that's actually being in a situation where you can actually win a fucking Super Bowl. There's not enough money out there where I would take myself out of a, a situation where possibly I had that opportunity of winning the Super Bowl and going somewhere else for some fucking money, dude. Fuck that. That's yeah. not going to happen. And, and that's that's just me. And let me tell you what. Let, I'll use a perfect example for this weekend. Let's talk about Travis Kelsey, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey is underpaid beyond belief, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. okay? Oh, yeah. He took less mm -hmm. to stay in Kansas City because he knew his star shining with Mahomes would be worth not just playing in Super Bowls, but the real bag, which is the stuff that he has gotten since he's been there. He's got exactly. more money from the commercials he's done, whether we're talking about Pfizer or anything else that he's done. He made $22 million or whatever off that. That's nowhere near the money that he's made as a player because he took less, but he kept himself in the spotlight. He kept himself in Super Bowls. He kept himself next to Patrick Mahomes. And that, mm -hmm. when you're a star and you're catching the ball – is worth more, and now he's dating damn Taylor Swift. So you tell me. <laughs> I'm about to say that, Paul. I ain't got Taylor Swift. <laughs> you tell me how it's worked Super out, okay? Now. Like it, it, you can have it all. <laughs> right. Stay in the spotlight. There's so much money in the periphery of the uh -huh. NFL. It's mm -hmm. not all about the bag that's in your actual bank account all the right. time. If you keep yourself in the spotlight, uh, that you know that part won't go away. You think yeah. uh, you think Tyreek Hill uh, regrets leaving? <laughs> he got a lot of money. I mean, I, I, I think he do. I, I, I think he do in hindsight. He, he does. I mean, like I said, man, that, that, that money at the end of the day, when y'all you're done, it don't compensate them wins in them Super Bowls, man. So if, if that brother's content on winning one, well, shit, happy for him. And hey, he, he was willing to move on and, and do something different, but Hey, he, he would be sitting on possibly three now. Yeah. Well, one thing we can we can roll that to 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 your your career and how hard we're fighting to try to get you into the Hall of Fame. Right. If the Bengals were better then and you'd you'd been to the playoff multiple times, went to two or three Super Bowls, won them, you'd already be in the Hall of Fame. We're just I, talking I, to Hall of Famer Corey Dillon at that point. There's yeah, no no, exactly. <laughs> hey man, let me let me let me drop a gem on you guys real quick. Mm -hmm. If if the Bengals was constructed back then how they are now. It wouldn't be no shit talking. It, I probably wouldn't have left. It probably, you know what I mean. So, right. yep. Do the math on that. You know what I mean. Yeah. So and, and, it's, and it's just as it is as simple as that fact right there. Yeah. No more, no less. So, yeah, man. It, it it boils down in this game, man. It's about it's about winning and losing. You know what I mean. So, I was always my mind was always fixated on on winning the championship that shit was burnt in my mind when i was little dude like winning the super bowl so i was fixated on trying to accomplish that but at the end of the day man if that team if i had the joe burrows and all this the luxury bro it wouldn't it wouldn't be no gripes no <laughs> none whatsoever so that's the reality of it Paul, you say you got 20 minutes. You, you got you to get going or you, you stick around a little while? I, I, look, I, I can hang out for another 10. Let's keep going. Let's okay. keep going. Let's right. right. go. All right, cool. Man, and you're all with me, Paul, so fuck it. <laughs> I, that's why I said, I said, Corey's here. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I should, I'm here. I, I should have Corey on like every week. Oh, wait. I do. You do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every week. That ain't going to fly, bro. That ain't <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you brought that, you brought that point up, Corey, about like the, the point is it's like, 
it wasn't a, it wasn't a, never about the numbers. It was about you're trying to win. Yes. Like and and just because you're the one, you certainly weren't the only one during that era that was calling it out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, everybody knows that the problem here is you're not winning because of A, B, and C. Here, you can look around the rest of the league and see it. There's no need to say anything if things are being done even close to remotely like the rest of the league was. And that's that's the unfortunate thing for so many guys uh, that were a part of those teams that were super talented for you guys. Even, you know, when we talk right. about you and Willie and like so right. many guys that were on that team that are fighting the good fight now because of the, you know, the massive eight ball that y'all were behind for, you know, all those years. And hopefully we'll be finding out if Willie gets in this week. <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood on that one. You yeah, know? Well, I hope so. That, I, if, if he doesn't get in, I'm going to be extremely pissed. I will tell you that right now. If he does that, there's absolutely no freaking reason why he shouldn't already be in there. And there's no reason he shouldn't be in this year. Because they, Joe Thomas. I, so don't give me this crap about Will. <laughs> but Willie was on a losing team. Joe Thomas played on the shitty Browns. They didn't win a damn thing. And he got in there first time. So don't give me this. That, that part Look, ticks me off. Well, that doesn't I, make any I, sense. I, I played with Will, man. I played with Will many years, bro. This guy did everything the right way. He's a good dude. His career speaks for itself. And it, it's, it's, it, it'll be real effed up if you don't get up in there, man. It's obvious something something is wrong with the process of things. Because I, I don't I don't I I don't get why they would leave him off. Period. The because it's broken. Because the system's broken and it's been broken. I mean, this is this has been my this has been my issue since day one. When you have the same fifty voters for mm-hmm. decades, you end up with the same biases, the same people they talk to, the same right. agendas of who they're trying to shove through. And the Bengals have never been a part of that. And that's how you end up with such discrepancies as the Steelers, despite as successful as the Steelers were and as many Super Bowls as they won. You, you, there's just no way that there's a discrepancy of 27 players versus two. Right. Right. There's just that's just not possible. And Mm -hmm. when you have the voting system set up the way it is, this is how this is what happens. You you end up without the representation that you should have. And and this has been my problem with the hall and the way it's done Mm -hmm. for years. There's no easy way to do this stuff like everyone. People's feelings get hurt. But you you do have to have uh, more flexibility in who's voting. Like, look at baseball. Right. If you've been covering the game for 10 years and you have pat you're a been a member of be, of whatever you get a vote and you end up with tons of people that are voting there's so many qualified people that know this game so well that have never had the opportunity to mm-hmm. vote for the hall of fame but yet you have people that have really been almost disconnected from it for 15 years or more that are the ones holding all the power still. And that's a travesty. And that's how you end up with, you know, old thought and not no one really realizing the difference of where the real players were and the, and the true people that belong and the biases that have come along with it. I've done this rant so many times. I could do it in my sleep. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I get so sick of it, yes. but it's, it's true. And it's why it's why Corey's not in the hall. It's the only reason Corey's not the only hall. reason he's not in. Yeah. I mean, it's only, he's not in the only reason Ken, An- cause the other one pissed me off. Ken Anderson. Why, why the no hell? Yeah, why why is the the Chargers, uh, I always forget his freaking Dan Fouts. Dan Fouts, why the hell is he in there? Don't sit there and say, well, you got to win a Super Bowl. Dan Fouts never went to a 
freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> and he's got in there a long way before Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson is still not in there. I mean, so it's, like I said, I was like, did, did the Browns do something to piss somebody off? Is <laughs> it something? Did they did they got something against the Brown the Brown family or something? That, that that's the only thing I can think of because there's no reason those guys should be there. Ken Riley had to die to get in, which is ridiculous. These guys, he wants to see himself get in there. You know, I want to see him get in there when he's alive. You know. Hey, hey listen, bro. I raise up out my casket. I, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Undertaker. <laughs> I rolled that. <laughs> I'll come back for that. Don't even worry. <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, uh, Matty says he, he said, thank you for the canvas too. He, he he loves this picture too. Oh man, no problem, man, no problem whatsoever. And uh, Paul, uh, the, Matty wants me to invite you to the uh, Jackpot Joey golf outing. Uh, Let's go. May nineteenth. Don't tell me twice. You don't so, tell I, me twice to go golfing. I, Let's go. I will. I will. D I'll, I'll DM you the information and. Uh, yeah. you, you Paul, that was interesting. You said that, man. It, Shed some light on some stuff for me, man. Wow. It's on. It's on. I mean, it's unfortunate because you, you end up because it's it's like I, I can trot every year. I trot your numbers out, mm -hmm. and we sell them and and point out that there's only two people that aren't in the hall. I'll just say it because I say it every time I talk to you, and every time I'm ever in front of a microphone talking about your case, there are ten players in the history of the of the NFL Super Bowl era. 10 running backs that have ever averaged 4.3 yards per carry, 70 plus yards per game, and had over 10,000 yards for the career. That's game to game. That's carry to carry. That's that's longevity. It checks every single box. And all of them are in the Hall of Fame except for you and Fred Taylor. And somehow Fred Taylor's in the conversation now and you're not, which someone's going to have to explain to me because you also had the most dominant single season uh, by a team that won a championship right. when you take your New England year. Uh, uh, into it too, which is crazy. When you won the Super Bowl, 1,635 yards, 109 per game. The only other running backs in history to put up those numbers in a championship season were Terrell Davis and Emmett Smith. Okay, That's yeah. it. The end. End of list. Combine those two things and someone explain this to me. Terrell Davis is in, a, in, a, in the Hall of Fame for two seasons. And Terrell Davis got in solely on the back of those two seasons. Yep, that's it. He didn't have, doesn't have any of the other stuff. Right. And that I didn't even mention, I didn't even mentioned uh, the Broncos game or the Oilers game. I haven't, I'm, I'm not even touching <laughs> yeah, the, the, on that the, stuff. The NFL record games. <laughs> right. I'm not even talking about you don't, that. You don't have to. There's so much other, other stuff. Right. You, you can throw those in. Oh, by the way, he did this too. Go ahead, Corey. Well, Paul, man, you, yeah, you're the official president. <laughs> I am every year, every year. You know, well, me, the, me and Jeff Hobson. Because, hey, those, <laughs> the, what you just said about Terrell Davis and Emmitt Smith, that shit I didn't know. So yeah, That's it. There you go. There you so, go. I wow. tell him every time. The good news is the voters do know this now because Je Jeff Hobson and I get together. He knows I am the resident. Corey Dillon for Hall of Fame expert. So every time it's time to plead the case, he says, send me those numbers again. I always send them to him every year. They go in front of – we send them out. And, and But, again, it lands on the desks of people with agendas already, and it never ends up fully into the conversation. It's so – the crazy part to me is that we're sitting here and they're actually like – Fred Taylor's in been in the conversation now. And this is not disrespect to Fred, who was a great player and had great numbers, but you, the two of you are the only people with numbers remotely in this area, and you have multiple other prongs on top of stuff that he has. And it's like, it, it, I'm not saying 
put them in tomorrow. How is this not in the conversation? Like that's that's just banana stuff to me. So, and so Paul, I never you, understand it. Do you think the Ring of Honor stuff actually helps in that? If because that's where I was saying, it's like it's like we didn't get people because we didn't honor our own players. Now that we are. I feel that it's helping at least get, it gets their names out there. Do you think that is actually helping? I think it does. Um, I, I think, I, I think when you don't have something to reference mm-hmm. like that right. and you can't, you know, when it's Monday night football, they cut away and show the guy putting the jacket on and then you can kind of rethink their careers. People see that stuff. Mm-hmm. And those are the voters that see that stuff. Right. And remember, and it's just when you, when you're like, when you can't even point to that as an organization, it's like, well, if they're not trying, why should the voters try mm-hmm. um, to to have that conversation? I, so I, I I don't think it's the be all end all at all. I mean, I, I think it's it's nice. Um, I would hope that guys are better than that uh, in in looking beyond just a ring of honor. But I don't think it, I certainly don't think it hurts um, at all. And and Corey, I know you've talked. And it means a lot to the player. Like, okay, there is a next level. Like, not everyone's going to the Hall of Fame. There right. is something about people just want to be able to have that moment where they feel appreciated and they can have their friends back together and do it all before it ends up like Ken Riley, which was the right. true travesty of the entire Ken Riley situation was that he should have been had he should have had that weekend in Cincinnati. What, even if the Hall of Fame didn't choose to do it well before it came to that. And that's what no nobody wants to see happen to anybody else that's deserving. Exactly. Well said, my man. Well said. <laughs> I've well, done it before. I've done we, this speech. We, we are we are I, I'm calling my shot now. Corey's getting in next year. I, that's just no, I, I yeah, I think I think, I think that I think it's a clear I think it's a clear vote next year. Um in that in that respect. But you never but again, you never know. You never you know. know you, you never know. But it's also there's a lot of guys that are are deserving that are deserving because it's been when you have a backlog. Well, we waited of, too damn long. When you have a, when you have an entire <laughs> right. fifty year backlog, right. like it's it becomes hard. I mean, you shouldn't have to be comparing across and, eras. Great yeah, players. And I, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit older. I'm tired of cussing and fussing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so I, I, say, don't, I don't think I could take another year cussing and fussing. <laughs> Put him in so he doesn't have to cuss anymore, damn it. Please, please do. Please do. Please do. Exactly. So, Corey, I, 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 I like you. You're awake now. You're, you're starting to wake up. You know, it's early in the morning there. Oh, I'm up, man. I'm, up. I'm alert. I'm alert. Alert and ready to go. I'm ready to go. Uh, all right. So, let's we, – we, we, we talked about the Ring of Honor, talked the Hall of Fame. Let's talk about let's talk about the Super Bowl here. And it's two teams that right. I hate. <laughs> I don't like either one of the teams. I call the 49ers Sucky Niners. I call the Chiefs the Queefs. But I think I, I can't the, the 49ers or the Chiefs are gonna make me root for the 49ers. I, I can't stand this, but like what's driving me nuts, and don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback right now of our generation. I think Joe Burrow's right below him. But this whole Mantra that they're saying, oh, he's he's as good or better than Tom Brady. I'm like, dude, he's won two Super Bowls. Yes, I know he's went to four and five years. I get it. But seven is a lot to, to be compared to. And you played with, with Tom Brady or Corey. So th- does that comparison bug you as much? I mean, it bugs me because I'm a Joe Burrow fan, and I don't want him to get any more than, than the Burrow is going to get. But uh, you listen, play with man, Brady. What do you think? Mahomes is nice as hell, man. That dude can play. <laughs> 
But listen to me, bro. I ain't nobody getting no fucking seven rings. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, are you serious? I mean, that he, it's crazy. He and he's already he's already the goat now. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how how we, is we that? Gotta, we got to and, and I'm not throwing shade on this dude. I think he's fucking electric. He's a great quarterback, good person. But man, I don't know how we, people are just just skipping the process of things, man. Let let his career play out, and and at the end of the day, let's see how many rings he has. I'm just saying, I'm not hating. I'm just saying, seven championships for anybody is gonna be freaking hard to do. What is this compared to compared to now? It, you and if you get eight or seven, man, then you're the goat, man. And and that's as simple as that. But it's gonna be extremely hard, bro. I don't see nobody. I don't see nobody doing it. But you know what? I'm not gonna stop nobody's effort for for trying to do it. So, more power to all these quarterbacks who's out there striving to be like that. And we'll see what happens, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on these guys, man, for having that vision and, and passion of wanting to do it. But I'm just saying that's gonna be tough. It's hard getting one. But honestly, don't you think it's awful early? And Paul, you can't just don't you think it's awful early to be comparing him to to the I'm sorry, the greatest winner and greatest winner, greatest full player, however you want to put it, Tom Brady. He won seven. It's hard to compare him. Or some people are saying he's better than him. I'm like, how can you say that already? Well, I don't think you're saying he's better than him in terms of longevity because you can't. But, right. But you look at how the career has started. And you can yeah. see if if he can if he can have longevity, mm-hmm. um, and particularly if he and Andy Reid can have longevity together. Then that's it's like, the question: How long is Reid going to be? Here? How many can they get? The thing right. to me is though, I mean, look around the AFC. It's just it's great quarterbacks everywhere. So right. if he can continue to ascend over this group, when we're talking about Burrow and Lamar and Stroud and you name it, I mean, everybody's got Josh Allen. Like I'm. There's so many great quarterbacks that will have supporting casts up against him every year. If he can continue to do that, if he could reach equal Brady, I, I would say that he has surpassed him because uh, it's so much harder now uh, than it even was then because there's so much great quarterback play and, and and all of that. And so you can see the early returns. Yeah, but a lot a lot of players have had early returns. Mm-hmm. It's it's about when you start stacking. And don't forget, though, I mean, Brady had a long drought about, there. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> 10 years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where – and it was – if it wasn't for that second wave late in his career, um, Somebody you should, know – Some certain running back showing up, too, kind of helped. Uh, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, to I was, finish up the first, first part of the era. Like, yes. the second part, the mm-hmm. Edelmans and the Gronks came along, and, mm-hmm. you know, things things picked back up for him. So, I, I, I get exactly what you're saying, Paul. Absolutely. Yeah. Mahomes is incredible. I'm not. I mean, it's just no yeah, it's, if he can the, do it, and if he can do it in this era of young quarterbacks in the AFC right, on repeat, then crown him. But yeah, he's got to go do it. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm just tired of hearing all this stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, he's as good as Tom Brady. Like, okay, yeah, start a career, yes, but quit saying he's as good as him. Maybe. I mean, I hope not, because I mean, I want, I want Burrow to win a couple of them. Right. So, I mean, I hope. I mean, I'm I'm hoping Burrow isn't the the Peyton Manning of, of the the Brady uh, Brady Manning. I'm, I'm hoping Burrow isn't the Manning. I'm hoping he becomes more of the Brady. But I mean that that would be two two Super Bowls, which I, we don't have any. So I'll be I'll I'll be glad to get one right now. But that that's just the thing that I, I just think is just really weird. How quick I mean, 
Brady's only gone a year. <laughs> this is the first year without him. And now they're like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, greatest quarterback we've ever seen. He's going to win more than, than, Brady, than Tom Brady. I'm just like, let's just hold on a second. What he's done this year without the weapons and having to go through the BS that has happened this year on that offense yeah. has been maybe one of his most impressive gigs, putting it together in this stretch run. I mean, I remember we were just talking about this on my podcast is that, you know, I spent a lot of time before that week 17 game studying why their offense, the chiefs offense was struggling so much. And it was just so much poor play uh, in the receivers in the fact of all <laughs> what they have done since then, what he has helped lift them to do since then. And really two years after they trade away Tyreek Hill, to be to win one and be back in the bowl is as impressive as anything he had done before that. And I think that's why you hear this conversation starting because that's what Brady did. He reinvented himself. He did it with different people. He won in different ways. Right. And, and that's what the great ones have to have the longevity to do. So he's if Mahomes continues to do that like he has this year, which is what makes you think maybe he could, because I don't know if he can go do it with Rishi Rice and MBS. <laughs> <laughs> and and 35-year-old Travis Kelsey, then what the hell happens when they draft more real weapons for him? Right. I, I, the reason this, this happened, is it's all the Rappard's fault because they decided to not run the ball anymore. That's like how, how – like this is the thing. It's like it's, this is where I always get on, get on where I think Burrow has, has, is the only player that's played up, up to Mahomes' level. Josh Allen has, has played good, but he's failed at it. Sorry, Lamar Jackson didn't play good at all on that team. And it's not that it's just it's just the way the team plays. It's like the Chiefs go up here and everybody else kind of stays down here. And the only only team that's been up there is the Bengals. Not obviously not this year because we're injured. That's where I give us hope that next year we're healthy and we meet them in the AFC championship game, hopefully in Cincinnati. That Joe Burrow and the Bengals got a chance to beat them again because they know how to do it. Now the thing is they gotta have their defense though. Because that was one of the keys to to winning that that AFC championship game, right? Paul. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I, that, it's, I think inevitably it's going to come down to quarterback play. I mean, if, <laughs> inevitably you're you got to have a dude that can that can bounce back and can handle it. But yeah, I mean that's that's what gets often forgotten about that 21 run was all of those game winning moments, all of those wins were set up by a defense that created turnovers to set those up, I and mean, they were they were not game winning Joe Montana in Super Bowl 23 drives. Why you bring that up, Paul? God. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> because I knew it's the one that people would remember the most. When I'm referring to <laughs> that's what people I mean, yeah. that's when you think of the greats, yeah. that's what you think of. Well, you know, there was that's not the way that that those games went. The defense mm -hmm. helped create those and Burrow right. finished, but he he finished on short fields and uh, and did it because the defense they worked as a as a team. You have mm -hmm. to have it all to mm -hmm. beat Mahomes. Like that's the difference. You you have to have the complete package to beat him right now. He doesn't necessarily apparently have to have the complete package to beat you, which is kind of the scary thing. Even when you do give him a decent defense. Well, so, I, I would say this, man. You guys brought up something important. The the competition in the AFC, man. That that's that's where I'm saying it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be kind of hard to do. You still you still got to deal with the Baltimore's in some fashion. He got to deal with the Bengals. We don't know what's gonna be going on out here west with with Herbert and and the new coach over here, man. So there's there's a lot of teams and Buffalo. There's gonna be a threat to his to his throne every year. So and. 
these teams, all these teams, I mean, Bengals always whoop their ass now. <laughs> they have. Always. When they're, when they're healthy. They, they always hey, give Kansas City the business. So that's why I'm saying, man, it's going to be tough, man. There's going to be a threat to his crown. So if he could play 20 years, man, and at the end of the day, man, and he's close, then there's a discussion, man. It's like it's it's, it's going to be like the freaking LeBron and and – Michael Jordan. Uh, uh, it, there's no debate. It's, Jor- it's Jordan. It's Jordan. There's no debate. It's Jordan. I mean, so <laughs> listen, I, I'm I'm going to enjoy the process because it's going to be a lot of great football that's going to be played over the next 20 years. Hopefully, I'm I'm freaking here. So, <laughs> but so I, I, dude, the Bengals, the Bengals is 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 a threat to that crown, man. I'm dead serious. So just, we'll see. Just let us get. 10 years of Mahomes and Burrow healthy and let them duke it out and, and, and kick your feet and kick your feet up and enjoy it. You know what yeah. I mean? I think, I think that's all you want. I just want to see everybody stay healthy and let's see what it looks like. Like let's, let's hash it out on the field. Let's not turn this into the college football playoff system. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's just play. That's the beauty of the NFL is get everybody that's great, healthy and let them go duke it out. I, that's sure. what's funny is, is like a lot of Chiefs fans come at me on Twitter and whatever. But if you actually talk to Normal Chiefs fans that that have DM me or whatever, they a lot of them were like, "Hey, you know, sorry that Burrow got hurt and blah blah blah." We were really looking forward to playing you. We, you know, real football fans want to see that, and that that was the thing that was disappointing in the game that we, you know we want to can't see that Burrow wasn't playing it. Is is those those are when you have two quarterbacks like that going head to head, and it's been very very even. Well, we've won most of them, but it's been very even. Those are fun to watch, and not and both sides enjoy the rivalry. That's why it's called a rivalry. That's what's fun about this. Well, and we've sat here and talked about, right, everyone's talking now about how nobody can beat Mahomes except Burrow. Well, then that's the one that everybody wants to see, and it's the one dragon that Mahomes needs to slay a couple more times mm-hmm. to get his immortality built up, That he this right. legacy, this Brady legacy that he's chasing. Because not until Brady put Manning totally in his rearview mirror did people talk about Brady that way. Right. I mean, right. pe- where now Brady's the clear goat. Well, not until like he finally kind of moved on past that and had that next level of his career. That's probably going to be the next level for Mahomes is needing to prove that he can slay the Burrow dragon multiple times when when Burrow's there doing it. And and the fact that Bengals fans can say they were there with a front row seat you know, is super once. fun that you get to really enjoy the best of what the NFL has to offer. Yeah, I always, I always like to remember Chiefs fans, like, he's only beaten Burrow once. Just remember this. One time, he's only beat him. So, <laughs> anyway, Paul, you've been on for 43 minutes. You said 20 minutes. I appreciate you, man. Plug something before I let you go. Have you got an article or anything you, you got coming out you want to plug? Uh, I'm. Uh, you know what? I The Athletic, you can always go to The Athletic and uh, subscribe. Uh, and uh, I've got tons of stuff up there right now. I mean, we've got uh, we've the mock off season's still there. Take your shot at it. You think you know how to fix it? Think you know how to be GM? Go go give it a run. Uh, and I oh. think it's, it's a good it's a good primer for for what did you do on ice? No, uh, no, I didn't do like well. I what don't, I, I don't I don't do math well. So <laughs> that's the best part. It does the math for you. Oh, All it you got to do okay. is pick the players. That's okay. why I did it for people like you that don't want to have to pull out a calculator. It automatically does the math when you pick the player. That's why I, I did it. I will way. I will have to do it then. I didn't realize that. But one thing I got I got a bone to pick with Mo. 
Why the hell is he wanting to cut BJ Hill so bad? <laughs> oh yes, that was his. Uh, that was his. That was his big move. Well, he was just he was trying to reinvest and go big. You know what I'm saying? I, I know, and, but uh, like if you if you but you keep BJ and you add somebody to replace Larry O, then you have the same thing look, you had before. Like, I, I I thought that we put him in his place well. Enough <laughs> you did great. You did one. great. You did great. Uh, and there's no doubt. I I am a big believer that BJ Hill less is more with BJ Hill. Give, yeah, less. Give him a yeah. rotation guy, yes. and BJ Hill is worth what you're paying him. Yeah. You can't make him go out there and play 77% of the snaps. That's too much for any dude on the inside to be doing. And uh, so that's I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Good, good call. I said, I said the same thing with, with Henderson and, and Hubbard, too. So, But anyway, I will get you out of here. Paul, I appreciate it. Take it easy. Pleasure. Boy, great to see you. Ice, have easy, a great brother. one. Thanks, buddy. All right. What are you doing? You, you still awake? Yeah, I'm up. <laughs> Augie's, Augie's tell me I woke you up. He, 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 he's like, damn right. It's 12 p.m. I don't don't make CD do breakfast. Let us sleep in. <laughs> I, the man volunteered. He told me an hour before the show. I said, hey, I can't come on the show today. I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, I go, hey, can nah, you come man, on tomorrow? You're my good bud, bro. I'm not going to leave you hanging, man. I, have, <laughs> I had an appointment yesterday. That's shit. Funny. That's my and I feel bad because we <laughs> usually do Monday, so I'm yeah. like, shit, man. I, I hop on tomorrow, man. And, and well, that well, funny thing is, I, I so I, I DM Paul and I said, hey, I said uh, I think Corey's gonna come on with us. I said I said that you know just to let you know. And I said I'll see you at five thirty. He he said yeah, that sounds great. He said, but I thought we we're doing it at noon. I'm like, oh crap, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so then yeah. I had to text you back and say we're doing it at noon. Can you do it then? So yeah, it was. <laughs> ah, bro, it's always it's always a pleasure hopping on on the airways man i like i said man it's the power of conversation man and that's that's what i love i love talking and shit sharing, paul, sharing some of my knowledge and 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 getting information so paul, paul has always got your back i mean he's done multiple podcasts on your numbers and on your hall of fame numbers and right. ring of honor and I mean, he could just i think he could just rattle the stuff off he's got it yeah, and I, he said some shit today that i didn't even know so yeah. i'm like Wow. Okay. So, exactly. hey, man, it's. It, I'm glad I came on. To be yeah. honest, I'm always glad you come on. I mean, I, I like. I like our conversations. See now, so now, so now I can talk shit and say only me, Emmett, and and, and Terrell Dave. See, there man, you go. I Boom, baby, Emmett, brother. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> well, that, that's one thing. That's they, a fun fact, though. But that's what they with Terrell Davis. I mean, he got in. He he got in yeah. on two seasons. I guess it was back to back Super Bowl yeah. MVP seasons. But that's it. I mean, he's a good dude, man. I, oh, yeah. I, 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 no, but I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade on him. But I mean, that, that's the that's the point of this whole thing. thing is why aren't you in? And uh, he got in a while ago, <laughs> you know. Right. And you had a longer career, more numbers, record record breakers. You know, you won the Super Bowl, all that stuff. And he got in. What what what's what's the problem here? Why, hey, why is hey, Corey in? I, I I said this about ten years ago, man. It's it's all it's all about. Being, being, being with these networks, man, and and I, I, I think big part of his push was, you know, he's been on the NFL Network and all these other stuff. That I do. I think that that's the reason saw, Thomas got it. I think. I, yeah, I think that kind of propelled him in a different light where he was more visible and everybody, you know, he kept he kept his name relevant in in those terms. So, do do I think he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. Yeah, no. yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, I, I back then. Me being so anti um, social media, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And 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 to now seeing that, you know what? 
that that helps that helps the cause. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I'm not hating on that fact. To be honest with you, I'm more late than ever on this shit. So I got a lot of catching up to do in in those terms. But I do think that kind of helped him um, get that nod, though. That's that, that's what the power of strawberry ice is. We're gonna, we're gonna get you the Ring of Honor and we're gonna get you a Hall of Fame. <laughs> there it is. Or you know what? I'm raising up out that casket like we're mining. So. <laughs> You're gonna be like the Undertaker. I drove back. I'll just play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rest. Undertaker moves, man. I raise up on you, man. <laughs> gonna come out of the cancer. Chuck <laughs> Sam, come on, guys. Let's pull pull the, the, the tarp or the uh, towel off the uh, the 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 man uh, the uh, statue. Oh. And, uh, hey, uh, nah, man. It's it, it all fun, man. It's, it's 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 like I said. It's it's all come together, man. And. They just talking to different people and share different experiences and um, gaining information and sharing share some of your stories, man. It's 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 been fun. This day, last year up to this date, man, it's it's been a it's been a journey, um, and it's and it's it's getting better. I like it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I I'll tell you a, a year ago, I did not think I'd be friends with Corey Dillon. So <laughs> is, we are friends. We, yeah. <laughs> we, hey. What? Yeah, you sent me this. Of course we're friends. Hey, man, I'm just oh, yeah. playing, man. I'm just playing. Nah, man, Jeff, I tell you what, man. It's been, hey, dude. It's been fun, man. You are, hey, bro, we had different conversations off off air, so. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, dude, I, I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought it either, man, you know, that I'd be this in tune with, with people from Cincinnati. So, man, like I said, it's been, it's been a, a good experience for me as well, man. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun. And like I said, shout out to, to to Big Savage Greg. He's the one that first uh messaged you and then and then I did. And so yeah. I saw and, and, and we could take we could take the shows, we could take the podcast out there, Poison Man. You my dog. We we cool. You cool people with me. It's my dude. There it is. Bye bye. What a long distance fist bump. So there it is. Um, are you are you going to come down? I don't know. I know you're coming for the golf outing. Are you coming for the uh, draft show for at Midwest Best? I don't know if you've. Um, I, I got I got wind of uh, that's what we might want to do. <laughs> so okay, yeah. So so we're gonna yeah. make efforts to, to get to that as well. Yeah, so. I, I wasn't sure if you're coming or not. It's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. So and it's, excuse me, eat some some delicious chicken wings, Corey. I, man, I, can't I, man, I ain't turning down no barbecue. Are you hell kidding yeah, me? Hell yeah, dude. Man, I'm gonna tear that. I'm gonna tear it up. <laughs> all right, man. Before I let you go here, just all right. I know who I want to win. Actually, I want them both to lose, but that's not right. gonna actually happen. I don't want the Chiefs to win. But honestly, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? Do you think? Do you think the Forty ers are the ones that are, that are favored? But the Chiefs haven't been favored the whole time. Andy Reid's gonna use that. Oh, nobody believes in us, and he's gonna rally the troops and yada yada yada. And I don't know. Who, who you got? I, I I see I see the Chiefs playing a villain role um, right now, and you know, underdog. They they gonna ride with that momentum and 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 stuff like that, man. And I say this only because I'm I'm tired of seeing Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I and I and I know I know this gonna make your ass shoot fire. I know Jeff, but. I actually, I actually do want Frisco to win, just, ah. it, just, just on this occasion, because uh, and, and and be honest with you, man, I right now I think to be to be real, I think San Francisco got 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 the better offense, man. 
No doubt. They got the better offense. I mean, I hate to say Kansas City's got the better quarterback. They got the better quarterback. But yeah. they got a, they got they got the better offense in this equation. And mm-hmm. the Chiefs may have a little slight better defense, but San Francisco defense ain't no chumps either. So it's gonna be a good. I'm it's gonna, gonna be a good, good game. Super, good Super Bowl. I mean, I, I'll put it this way: I whether I want to or not, I'm going. I know I'm going to be rooting for the for the Sucky Niners because I just I. I, I really don't want Mahomes to get another one. I really don't want the Chiefs to get another because for me, like I said, for me, this whole thing is is Brady Manning again, and I don't want Burrow to be Manning. I want him to be up there, exactly. right. get right. up there with Mahomes. If he gets three on him already, and Burrow hasn't got one yet, and it's like ah, you know that that's gonna be tough tough to catch him. So that's where I'm like, I want the 49ers to win. And plus, I trust me, my, I might have to stay off Twitter for like a day or two because two Chiefs fans are going to come after me. Like, Man, they, hey, hey, bro, you better leave them alone. <laughs> Dude, I don't even do anything. I like literally, I, I posted a picture, I guess, because Joe Burrow is going to have a, a commercial. And Chiefs fans come after me on that. I'm like, and I, I didn't even say Chiefs. I just said, hey, Joe Burrow's going to be in a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, that's close as he's going to get to the Super Bowl. Oh, maybe he'll win that oh, one. Wow. It's a fucking commercial, people. Calm down. Wow, they came at you like that, bro? Yes. Yes. Oh, like, wow. Hey, man, you, hey, you can't take that stuff too serious, man. Oh, I don't. Oh, trust me. I don't. Hey, man. Hey, I, I done heard some wild shit on there, too. I'll just be like, oh, whatever. Yeah, you I don't. I don't. I don't think it's well, uh, well, it, it, unless they sorry ever coming after my family or anything. That's when I'll get start get pissed. But there make, you go. You can I mean, it, it's all, it's all in fun, and people are entitled to their opinion, man. And that's that's what it's created for, man. Free speech. So exactly on, on that note, that's where I kind of kind of leave it. I don't take stuff too serious, man. So I'm too old Jeff, for that shit. <laughs> Jeff, hey, before before you do anything with your with your thumbs, tweeting out, take a deep breath, brother. <sighs> okay, Ooh. thanks, Corey. And this is, and this is, ooh, <laughs> and this, I was, I was going to do the Saturday Night Live, and this is Deep Thoughts. With there, and there you go, man, and hey, hey, listen, man, if people going to hate regardless. I, I say if you ain't got a couple more fucking haters by the end of today, something's wrong. <laughs> hey, haters going to hate. It's all right. I'll still be here uh-huh. every day, Monday through, Friday, Monday through Friday, and every Monday with Corey. So I hey, so sometimes Tuesdays too. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes Tuesdays. So Corey, you, so if we start, if we keep doing this during the summertime, you're gonna have to really start watching baseball so we can you know, get back to your, your baseball flow. So you get oh past. man, I shoot, I used to play. I got you. I know, I know. Here, look, Joey Carr's got you. Woosa, woosa. <laughs> there it is. Quoting quote bad boys again. All right, man. Hey, I, by the way, the cocoa butter looks good. I, I, I like that. Oh, uh, man, leave my... <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you leave my salt and pepper alone, bro. I'm telling you. Dude, I mean, I got more gravy than you do. I don't know. Hey, man, I'm cutting it off tonight. <laughs> so don't worry. Don't tonight. worry. He's about. like, tonight. Tonight is coming off. <laughs> Oh God! All right, Corey, man. Hey, hey, I pre- I appreciate you coming on, getting up this early. You didn't have to do it. I appreciate you, man. Ah, man, I wanted to do it for you, bro. Don't even worry about it. You're my dude. I will see you next Monday. We'll be talking about the winner of the Super Bowl. I hope to God it's the 49ers and not the freaking Chiefs. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. We shall see. Appreciate you, brother. Who day? All right, bro. Have a good one. You too, man. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, yeah. It- Mid-afternoon, mid-afternoon delight, uh, because that's what Paul Dano could do it, and 
just so happened that Corey wasn't able to come on yesterday, so he came on today, and I thought it was a pretty good discussion there because Paul Daner is a big-time backer for Corey Dillon to be into the Hall of Fame. So if you guys missed any of that conversation, go back, rewatch it uh, when it's over. Uh, it was a really good conversation. You also check out the podcast. Anyway, thank you for watching, and <clears throat> once you get done with this, do me a favor. Go over out to the east side. I know I'm a west side, but go out to the east side and go check out the best barbecue place in the city. Midwest best, baby. They got Uno wings. They got G-Funk. They got CTB wings. They got delicious chili. Dude, it is awesome. Go check out Midwest best. I might have to go out there for uh, a midday snack because it's already past lunchtime. But, you know. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, if you guys are checking it out, uh, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscriptions. Uh, share it out. I've been live streaming on ZTV Online, YouTube, Facebook, X, Rumble. And uh, I'll be pulling the sound out on the podcast later on tonight. Uh, it's on BeanPod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play. Pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. You can follow me on all those along with Instagram threads and TikTok. Um, this week, Thursday, we have Graham Astra. Am ah, Jesus, I can talk. Graham Ashcraft is going to be on my show Thursday. Now, we're going to be giving away two since I read Graham Ashcraft autograph cards. Uh, they are provided to us by Reds Daily. So, what you need to do to to win these cards, just like all the other giveaways I do, go to ZTV online, find the uh, spot there where it, uh, it's it's on there for the for the giveaway. Uh, sign up. Uh, do me a favor. Subscribe to the show because I'm going to give it away on the show. Give uh, Reds Daily a, uh, a follow on Instagram and, uh, and Facebook because they're the reasons we got the cards. Uh, and you guys can watch the show Thursday, and we will be giving them away. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I reached out. sounds like Buck Farmer might be on my show next Friday. So got a lot of cool stuff, cool guests coming up. And we're going to have to go watch the freaking Chiefs. I, I agree, ZT. Best wings ever. I agree. All right, guys. Other night, you guys have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow. Throw it up. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!